Heyo, my name is Lauren and welcome to Life in the Little Things. My podcast is available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. Basically anywhere you can get your podcast. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Heyo, today I recorded an episode with my beloved friend neighbor, Joe. And I kind of let him guide the episode, so the episode was a little bit all over the place, but he did a great job. <laughs> I just wanted you to know, these are the things we're going to be talking about. I have to come up with the title, it's pretty general. Um, if you don't already, make sure you look at the descriptions of each episode to know entirely what we talk about. I include pretty much every topic, because it's hard to just talk about one thing, there's so many things you can talk about, but that's besides the fact. The main point that we talk about this episode is relationships, singles, couples, friendship, all that. And we also begin, we began by talking about social media and politics because I'm doing some experiments. So make sure you listen to hear about the two experience experiments that I'm hoping to do through this podcast. And yeah, enjoy the episode and we talk about foul. Hi, y'all. Welcome to or welcome back to Life in the Little Things. Today, I'm here with a special guest. Hi, y'all. <laughs> uh, my name's Joe. I'm just your average 18-year-old. Um, you know, life is good. Election is coming up here in what, about a month and uh, four days. Don't know who I'm going to vote for yet, but, you know, that's all right because I'm still technically a teenager. I am a teenager, you know. <clears throat> Before that, though, I'm going to go to the sex store, maybe get some cock rings. Uh, I don't know, maybe get a wand for my girlfriend. Just kidding, just kidding. I don't know about that one. But definitely cock rings. <laughs> you do know adults listen to this, right? Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm sure they have a good idea of what that is, and then they can let okay. us know. How this works. Okay. Well, that's wonderful. I didn't think you were going to actually say that, but it's good. <laughs> Love that for you. How are you doing? You know, um, online school is not the best thing in the world. Um, teachers just laying it out. So um, I'm just going to definitely take advantage of the concussion that I got from uh, the this. Yeah. air quote concussion. Correct. Yeah. Uh, from this higher flask that attacked me last night in the dark. So. In the dark? In the dark. Is that why you hit yourself? Well, it, it, it hit it me. It hit you? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, just living life. Yeah. Life hasn't been very eventful lately. No. For me. Just grind and grind and grind in college. And like last episode, college and stress. Yeah. And stress and stress and college and stress. I completely relate. Um, I mean, I'm not applying to any traditional colleges, at least not yet anyways. But I feel like applying to the service academy is probably harder. Uh, literally. Um, <laughs> when I went for medical exam and I got those fingers in my butt. Um... Yeah, so fun. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, life is great. Definitely college application is something to look forward to, but... This year's college applications are definitely different than in the past because of COVID. So, 
Yeah. I'm a little stressed and I'm kind of pissed off because my counselor won't respond to my emails. Oh, mine either. I'm like, if I was in school, I'd just walk into the office and be like, yo, answer my shit. Like, you know, but now I can't do that. And I emailed her a week ago with a question that I kind of need answered, but ASAP, but it's not happening, I guess. So I'm just going to have to figure it out. And also, if you Google anything, it's not very accurate because nope. it's not up to date with COVID, this year. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the whole thing with the SATs, I mean, there are kids across the country, and like the South particularly, where they don't give a crap about things, you know? They're just like, YOLO. And uh, they're like, all right, let's take the SAT. But uh, up here in Northern California, with the fires especially going on, uh, things are just um, still staying close. So. Things are a bit harder up here for us. <laughs> nice one. Are the fires still bad? Um, air quality outside is pretty nice. It's been getting significantly better, but um, fires still raging. Right? What? Right? I don't know. I haven't been up to date. I was like, life is depressing enough. I don't need to know. Like, I I know if it's bad because I can smell it. I stay clear of the news nowadays. Yeah, I, just I can't. Espresso, depresso. Mm-hmm. Just trying to avoid all that. Yeah, I try to stay off social media. I try to stay off as much as possible because it just—it's literally designed to piss you off. I swear. I don't know. Um, up Have until you seen the social dilemma? This. Oh yeah, that show I wasn't honestly a huge fan of. I thought it was pretty boring. Documentaries, I don't think, are meant to be entertaining. <laughs> Well, <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe, maybe, but most are pretty, uh, well, not as boring as The Social Dilemma was. Um, I do agree that, yeah, there are maybe uh, systems set up to entrap us on our phones, but um, for the most part, I just think social media used to be fun, and I used to be addicted to it, I would say, but uh, ever since, I would say, maybe March of this school year, just March of this year, I've been um, just actively avoiding social media. I mean, deleted my Snapchat. Uh, took a break from Instagram and Facebook and TikTok. But now I'm back on all of those, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to talk when you're talking to people. Like, you can just talk to me. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know that. All right, we can just I talk do. back and forth. I'll incorporate the listeners. You guys are my guys. We're all guys okay you're good yeah that kind of leads me into the thing that i want to do i've been thinking about my impact on the world outside of just here and what things can i do and what things can i try to show the things that i believe in and like i don't know try to help society a little bit because i do think that like the social dilemma thing i've pointed that out through this without even watching it. I was like, this segregation between political parties, between people, this lack of acceptance is gonna lead to civil war. And right. that is scares me. But I kind of wanted to see if I notice a large change in my life, if I out social media entirely for a decent amount of time. Because the only reason I keep social media is to promote the podcast because that's where I get a good third to two thirds of my listeners. So it's like important to have that exposure. 
And so if I were to go without social media, I couldn't do the experiment alone. Mm -hmm. And so I was thinking, since you're a guy and I'm a girl and we do like similar but different things, I guess. And I know that you deleted your socials before. Correct. If I have people that can promote my podcast for me and go on the account for me, uh-huh. that's not an issue. I can just give them the links, have them post it, whatever. Yeah. And I also want to try to start a website where I can just like blog the extra stuff that I need to post because I also, I feel like if I can just like write stuff out too and put like charts and pictures and whatever with it, like that's kind of my vibe as well. So I can make a website for the podcast specifically. All right. But if I have other people help me, with the exposure part. Sorry, I'm really hungry. <laughs> so am I. We can eat after. We can sounds eat good, after. sounds good. Um, anyways, so I'm going to ask some of my friends to just post a, a picture. Maybe I'll take a video on my phone, send it to them, have them post it on their Instagram, put the link in whatever, mm-hmm. so that I can still get the listeners that I get from social media Right. on the podcast and um if you're not subscribed you should subscribe so you don't have to look at the stuff every time to remember but yeah leave a review but okay a good one a good yeah review. a good review if you like it leave a review it helps out but okay so basically what i'm hearing is you want to take a break from social media not just a break i want to do an experiment okay i want to see if my perspective on things changes if my mental health changes my approach to life changes i want to see just how things change okay without social media and also how does it affect my awareness like what are the pros and cons of going without it and what do i think the impact would be if the light of social media changed sort of the i don't know what the word is but the way that it works kind of okay so I want to do, and what I was going to ask you to do with me, maybe, because I know you've done it, is you can keep your texts, whatever, because I like to talk to people. That's important to me. Right. But text is not something that just, like, has ads and will piss me off and stuff. Right. Nobody's throwing their opinion in your face, like, yeah. Trump, 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 Biden, 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 yeah. Or anything, just, you yeah, don't have black, to black, feel black, with, yeah. deal with looking at things and looking at other people that are going to get in your head, you know? Yeah. And you can kind of focus on yourself more. That's my hypothesis. But I want to at least delete social media for a few months. All right. And every day or every week, journal about it and take your general ratings and statistics (laughs) on a couple of categories, which I haven't thought of yet. All right. I'm definitely down. And I want to make like a graph. I want to take a couple journal entries yada yada and analyze what this change really was and how important do i think it is to possibly try making this change and how do i think with the proof in hand Uh how could this change the world i think that's definitely interesting i can start asap just let me know when um maybe go until 2021 and then uh, see how we feel from there and then if i like it if we like it then we could just permanently delete social media yeah well because the Um, thing is is if it positively affects me and i can find a way to be around it i feel like i need to be a representative of the things i represent you know right i don't want to be a hypocrite and be like social media is bad but i still have it yeah because it's kind of like being a bystander and hypocrite to the situation and so if i can promote that to people and if i can show people 
how it has actually changed your life my life for the better yeah as somebody that's struggled with mental health that's I'm a very go against the grain person too. So when I see people's opinions like blast in my face all the time, sometimes I get a little bit pissed off. Like I get a little bit annoyed. That's whatever. But I also want to have that peace of mind and that understanding that I think would come without it. And so I want to not be able to only tell people, but also show them. Show them how it's done, right? Yeah. Okay. I have a question about that. So say, okay, it's hard. I'll be honest. It's very difficult to delete your social media. Um, I would find myself reinstalling TikTok when I was going poo, um, for instance. I mean, when you're going dump, when you're taking a dump, I mean, you really don't have much to be doing. Uh, I mean, you can check your emails, but that gets old pretty quick. You can text a friend, but sometimes they don't reply. But TikTok is pretty reliable. There's uh, some good content out there, but there's some really weird content out there as well. Um, so what would you propose to prevent people from taking a little break from your social media um, experiment and what do you mean like things to fill your time with well or like what to would keep you do you from to getting it keep back? you from getting it back well you need to give yourself the actual time to see if it actually changes right. but i think that's one of the issues with social media is that you're actually dependent are, on right, other people, people. Are addicted to it to you're, a yeah where they're not going to be able to but what do you do when you're on drugs do you like go off of them and then have them a little bit and then go off of them again well, yeah that's usually people, what happens right but you do have to try to stop. Like there's no other way to do it than just try to stop. Just get, get rid of it. Turkey. Yeah. You can even, you can get one of those things that like locks it. You know, right. you can't, whatever. Do that. Maybe try to ease into it. If you find you have a really hard time with that, start deleting the apps that you don't use as much. You probably don't need to look at them. The apps that you use more, only use them for an allotted time during the day. Like when you're going poop for TikTok. Exactly. Right, yeah. But sounds good. I feel like even me, I've become a lot more dependent on other people because I have that instant gratification of being able to text somebody whenever I'm down. I don't know how to handle myself alone. And I need to know how to handle myself alone. I need to know how to be able to take care of myself with always having to, I don't know, reach to somebody else immediately. And that doesn't mean I don't get to share my feelings or whatever, but what happens when I'm in a situation where I can't just go to that right away. And when you're in worldly, more important situations, you don't always have somebody else to go to, you know? Right. It's kind of crazy, kind of scary almost how fast technology has evolved and how connected we've become all of a sudden. Just, what, 15 years ago, there were no texts. It was just landlines where you would, Occasionally, when you get the chance, call, and otherwise, it was handwritten letters and emails. And now you can FaceTime anybody anywhere in the world anytime you want. And uh, for me, I feel like as a society, we've become well soft, um, yeah. very craving of others' approval and attention. Hence, uh, I, I do it myself, but you take like 40, 50 photos every time you go out, and then you find one little flaw with the photo, and then you're like, oh, that's going in the garbage. That's not post-worthy. Um, yeah. And that kind of defines the way that you look at your memories, too. Right. You define it by the photos. It should be defined by the experience. Right. Like, it's one of the things that pisses me off most when you're at a concert and there's somebody that's recording the whole thing. What's the point you're of being there when you're going to look the at moment, it on the phone? You're just, exactly. Like, 
literally you don't even have to go to a concert to see it you can see a video of almost every single part on your snapchat the day that it happens like it makes me pretty sad and then not only that going back to the people posting like picture i mean perfect pictures i mean when people post perfect pictures on social media that's all you're seeing everyone's perfect pictures but i think that we forget that other people go through their feed very specifically just like we do and then they just think that these people are just that perfect. They don't think, they don't remember that like, oh yeah, this is like the best version of them. They just think, wow, look at them. And then that makes a lot of people, it makes their moods, it makes their self-esteem go really low, I feel like. Um, yeah. People just. Well, and that can go the other way too. Like you think, oh, this is the best version of them, but it's not. You don't know them. You make biased opinions before you even know the person and i feel like it adds this unfair judgment and it makes you feel like you know the person when you don't just toxicity yeah so it goes many different ways within the same thing i mean personally i think that personally for me i always forget that people do the same thing that i do just make it perfect so um not everyone's me thank god um that'd be really a chaotic world it really would be (laughs) but uh i don't know i feel like people just gotta remember that social media is just an app it's not the real world people are exactly consumed now by materialistic things they gotta have the latest and greatest phone they gotta have the nicest house they gotta have the fastest car it it doesn't really matter in the long run when you're laying on your deathbed, you're not going to be like, damn, I could have gone that car with like 10 more horsepower. No, you're not going to be like that. You're not like, gonna say, oh, shit, I could have had the Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Nobody you're cares if you have the be, Ferrari. You're just going to be thinking about all the opportunities that you missed. So you got to get out there and live life. There are a lot of things to do out there. Um, yeah. There's part of me that wants to try there's the show on Netflix, Down to Earth, with Zac Efron. Oh, yeah. I was watching that, and there's, like, this little society in Costa Rica that lives without whatever. They make their own houses out of, like, the clay and right. make their own food based on the land and stuff. And I was like, I want to try that. Like, what would my life be? How would... Just disconnect. I want to have that sort of connection with the world. Like, yeah. with the land that I believe God created, whether or not he did. I want to have that connection with what's physically here, not with what I think is here, not with what I think is real, what I know is real, what I can see, what I can touch, because we can touch the world. Yeah. And the sad thing is that most of us don't want to. Nope. Um, Crazy thing was, I saw this post on Instagram. This is a while back. I'm sure a lot of you guys have seen it as well. Um, It's just where, uh, I think it was in the 1990s, as recent as the 1990s, internet was an escape from the real world and now the real world is an escape escape from the the internet internet. yeah i think that's actually really funny um just because i just i don't know i don't think anything happens for an accident nothing's an accident nothing's a coincidence um i think social media was created for a reason like this was that's the one thing i do agree with the show that it's just become like a it's become a trap for us we're uh just well yeah we're in this world that we don't even know we're in we're in this yeah we're in the matrix literally and we're so entrapped in it we don't even know we're stuck people are so ignorant they don't even know that they need to get out right so 
funny thing is they're letting social media just the fake world affect their real personality their real mood um i know me when i was younger personally i'd see star wars i've been like damn obi-wan kenobi brave hot like i'm not gay but like damn but like that's who i strive to be and then i would change my personality and then i'd watch mission impossible and I'm like damn ethan hunt smart good with women and then i would change my personality but um you gotta stop letting i feel like people need to stop letting whatever they see on the screen to stop letting that affect who they really are and just find yourself by letting go of it at least temporarily and just yeah. find what really matters to you because i feel like if you have a better hold of yourself first like our parents they didn't grow up with social media they have no. a hold of who they are before they got that and yeah. some people some adults that happen to be less mature they might lose that they might lose that sense of self through whatever but if you have a strong foundation and then you go into it you're more likely to know how to handle it to hold yourself high to stay true to your values and not let it like take charge of your life right. i guess I agree with that. Um, moving on to a different subject, I'll like talk about uh, relationships. Okay. Um, this is something. Wait, may I pop in? Yeah. I have another experiment coming, and I posted about it. If y'all want to be in it. Huh? Coming. Ha huh. <laughs> ha. <laughs> Joe likes to make inappropriate jokes. It's um, just occasionally. <clears throat> more than occasionally. <laughs> uh-huh. That too? Okay. All right, so your experiment. Okay, I have another experiment that I've already planned and planning on doing. One of the biggest issues I see with people in the world, at least in the United States, is political communication. And so I, I find it's a very, very large issue that people don't want to listen to other people's opinions because they're scared of being wrong. Like, it's just an issue to not listen in the first place. And so I'm doing an experiment not really an experiment. I'm just doing this thing where I'm going to bring a bunch of different people together, a bunch of different points of view, and we're just going to talk and try to dissect the conversation and dissect the issues within it. Like a Socratic seminar? Yeah. Like bring light to certain things that need to be changed and choosing not to willfully be ignorant to it. So if you want to be in it, I'll probably do personal interviews with most of the people. If you don't want a personal interview, you don't have to have one. But yeah, so you get a basis of what each person in it is like. And then we're going to do a group one because I'm pretty sure I can record stuff on Zoom. I haven't actually tried it yet, but if I test it, I think I'd be able to figure it out. Of a group conversation you with everybody. Just meet at a park, sit around a table and just... How many could get the audio? Plus, it's like, That's I don't want to get yelled at for COVID Central unless we all get tested and we're all like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yay. <laughs> like, I don't that, know. That made a lot of sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say uh -huh. Trump, but I didn't want to piss people off. So. That's okay. People are lost snowflakes and you get over it. Yeah. So hit up the podcast Instagram or personal Instagram or any of my social medias. To let me know if you want to be a part of that. And I will be asking some people to be a part of it as well. That I know they're pretty vocal about the way that they feel. Yeah. Moving on now. We can talk about relationships. Right. All right. Thank you, Lauren, for that. Um, I'd love to be a part of your political experiment as well. Um, I think I'm pretty vocal about my 
political opinions. You yeah, definitely. And you have interesting ones too. Like you're very, moderate. you're open minded. Moderate. Moderate. Yes. Got a lot of conservative views, and I have a lot of uh, liberal views. But yeah. it's good. Good, it's good mix. Yeah, become president of the United States in the future. We'll see. First Asian president. Let's get it. <laughs> All right. Anyways, relationships. So I just want to know, Lauren, what you would give advice to those single people out there first before we get started um who have been single for like most of their lives what advice would you give them like regarding getting in a relationship getting a relationship and just enjoying life as a single person um, just okay life in general. well if you're worried about being in a relationship all the time you need to stop it you're obviously not ready if you're worried about being in a relationship that's number one that was you you're Oh my God, this girl next week. Oh my God, that girl. Oh no, my it was God. multiple girls in the same week. But then yeah, I gave well, up. I same gave difference. Up. I gave up for like three weeks and then I met my current girlfriend. Exactly. So if you're worried about finding somebody, you're not going to find somebody. And also shows that you're emotionally not in a good state to be with somebody. It's just not going to make a good relationship, especially in the beginning. <laughs> So during that time, focus on finding yourself, figuring yourself out, loving yourself. Also figure out what you want in a relationship that's going to help you. That's how I have a stable relationship with my boyfriend is we figured out that we want the same things and we want the same things in our future with somebody. Like, I don't know how else to describe that, but yeah, so we have the same goals and that way we know how to work through certain complications and what not but yeah just enjoy yourself and there's no rush like you're meant to be with who you're meant to be with i believe that but even if you're not there's no rush like might as well save the exciting things like if you're worried about having your first kiss once you have your first kiss it's over you know it's not exciting anymore so leave that excitement leave that spice it's worth it in my opinion definitely completely agree with that um Thank you for that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not single anymore. Thank God. I mean, not thank God, but I'm happy where I'm at, who I'm with. Um, Go Claire. Yeah, I love you. Anyways, um, some interesting things I've been thinking about a lot lately is that, um, but relationships not only have like times had the times with social media has completely changed. Um, just relationships in general. Uh, we got apps like Tinder, Bumble, and I mean, we got apps for everybody. We got apps for fat people. We got apps for black people. We got apps for uh, people who <laughs> really? want threesomes. Yeah. I didn't know there that. There are apps for whatever you're looking for. Um, and um, I don't know. I feel like that's given people a false sense of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just security. Security, I guess, okay. that there is somebody out there for you. And when in reality, I feel like, just looking around on social media is just not a good option. Um, people can lie about what their interests really are. I mean, I, I guess they can lie to you in person too, but it's a bit hard to lie to you in person when you have body language, you have tone and everything versus just a little text. Um, that and social media now, because of Tinder, people hook up a lot more, I'll be honest. Um, yeah. I feel like nowadays people show love and make love before they say I love you whereas in the past they would just be like I love you and then wait months to say 
well, to make love. Um, I think that's something that's really interesting that's just completely flipped around. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on all that? Just... Well, I mean, I think in general, the whole phone, internet thing, and friendships or relationships, it can get in the way of communication because communication is a really big deal in relationships. And when right. you're texting somebody, never text when you're having a serious conversation if you can avoid it. At least FaceTime if you can't actually see the person, but try to meet up in person because you you can misread things so many different ways. And I've gotten myself caught in that rabbit hole one too many times, maybe a lot too many times. <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's just not worth it because you can't see the way people are saying things. You can't, yeah, you can't see the their body language, their gestures, like... My mom always says you can say hi in like 20 different ways. Hi or Which hey. Yeah. Like you'd never know what way somebody's yeah. meaning it. So it's worth it to go that extra mile. But hookup culture has definitely gotten a lot worse. And I don't think, I mean, that's a personal decision. But I do think it has gotten a lot harder for people to find romantic partners before it becomes physical. And I don't think things should become physical until you know you emotionally connect. For me, at least. Because right. for me, that's not worth it. I'm a very emotional person. I mean, I'm a physical person too. Like, that's my love language is physical touch. But it doesn't need to be in a sexual way, you know? I just like to be physically with people. Like, Cuddles. that means a lot to me. Like, hug, high five, handshake, whatever. Fuck. That was loud. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, just bring up a good point. Um, I think that was a good point about the whole hooking up and all that. Um, I think it's really interesting. I never thought that a love language could change. I thought a love language is just like, like your part of your personality type. Um, but you'd be surprised before my relationship. Uh, my love language was, um, surprisingly different than what it is right now. Uh, pre-relationship. Let me see if I can find it. I think you were, you were very little physical touch. It was. Yeah. First was quality time, acts of service, words of affirmation, then physical touch and receiving gifts. But uh, after I got into a relationship. Hold up. We're going to take a break for some goat noises and stay tuned to hear what Joe's after being in a relationship love language or love languages are be back in like 10 seconds okay, take it away all right i guess we're back <clears throat> so i mean over the last two months two and a half months that i've been with her now um quality time still number one but uh number two is physical touch it's moved up by uh 18 percent um number three is acts of service give her back massage whatever she wants number four is words of affirmation number five last but last but not least still is uh receiving gifts um i just never thought that uh your love language could change what do you think about that one okay i think okay <laughs> So last year I took a sacraments class, but what I think it really What's was sacraments? like the seven sacraments, but not that is. it's a Catholic thing. Mm. 
Catholic, it's like so it makes sense. marriage, your first communion, the, all those things. Confirmation. Baptism. Confession. Like, yeah, those things. Confession. Anyways. But it was more of like a philosophy and like the world class. Why are you blowing at it? Can you hear it? Yeah. It's funky. Okay. Sorry about that. But yeah. And I remember one of the units during the marriage unit, we talked about different types of love and how there are different types of love. And it's weird how in the English language, there's only one word for love. But in the Greek language, there's like 10 or more. I think, Mm -hmm. for different types of love. And we also learned that 17 is the average age of a male's sexual peak. So that's when you're like... The average. You're only eight. You just turned 18, Joe. Just? uh, That's about a month ago. Oh. Oh. So so far away. Um, But yeah, so that might be part of it because you're finally with a girl and you're like you said finally with a girl it's like i've been with a guy before or like i've never been with anyone before ouch you've never been in like you said well i don't really have any exes hmm? <laughs> earlier today you're oh well i don't really have any exes so oh that's a good point yeah but yeah you're with well, a girl for a lot of girls you've talked to them so but you haven't been in a committed relationship no, okay. I've not. Now that you're in a committed relationship with somebody that you actually really like and somebody who actually really likes you, you're feeling the sexy fancies. Okay. And you're like, oh, now I want to be touched. So now your physical touch is probably higher. And like, it's probably your physical touch has probably gone up because you're thinking about that more than you were before. Oh, That's my that? guess. Indeed. Yeah. Gotcha. Yep. That's what I think. I mean, even a physical touch as your love language isn't in a sexual way, but I feel like that connects probably yeah. subconsciously. It definitely does. Yeah. Um, I can. I know from the conversations that we've had in the past. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, I'm a teenage guy, so I don't know what you expect. Um. Pause it. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> We're back after some technical difficulties. Go ahead. Pick up wherever you feel like you left off. Um, where did I feel like we left off? Oh, just relationships. Um, I was just going to say that um, I feel like nowadays most guys just, they're not looking for the right things in a girl. And um mm-hmm. Same with girls. I mean, especially girls. I mean, you see all over TikTok, girls are looking for the bad guy, I guess. Well, it's just, I feel like that's just an attraction thing. Like, the bad guy's mysterious. He's attractive, but that doesn't mean he's going to make a good boyfriend. No. So, okay, you're a girl. So what, like, for you, personally, would make you feel attracted to a, a bad boy? I mean, it is variant per person i'm a pretty adventurous person i like to try new things but i don't necessarily like to do it by myself so i like when a guy can introduce me to new things and i don't know have fun go do some risky things go do some cool things you know i like to go biking in the middle of the night and like i don't know just fun stuff 
Right. But I wouldn't do it alone, obviously. Yeah. Like, I'm not as much the instigator, but I'm, like, down to do it, you know? Gotcha. Okay, so that that's something sense, that yeah. I like. I'm very adventurous. I want to do it. Yeah. You sense. know? So I had a boyfriend. And <laughs> we always went biking. We'd go, like, adventuring. We'd go to elementary schools and hang out and meet up with his friends, bring some of my friends. Like, it was just fun. I really liked him. He was very much a manipulative fuckboy. That, yeah. And that, at the time, I was too naive to notice that. But, yeah. And he was just not very down to be in a committed relationship, I don't think. And just want someone anybody at that age, I don't think, would. But How old were you? Um, I don't remember. Okay. No, I feel like nowadays people are just guys are really looking for girls just with nice bodies. They don't really care about their personality. They don't care about what they stand for, their goals, their aspirations. Um, I feel like you can talk about that objectively because you, you you used to be like that too sometimes. That is totally not true. That is totally I true. I would initiate a conversation with a woman because of how attractive they were. Correct. Yeah. Either at Starbucks or Instagram or you okay. name it. But if they were a boring person or we didn't have any similar goals or aspirations, I would just basically tell them I was uninterested. Just okay. Either that or uh, just stop replying to them. Um, <laughs> You're master ghoster. <laughs> that is semi true. Semi true. Okay. Um, yeah, but now I feel like the best relationships come from people who have similar goals, similar aspirations in life. Um, before, actually up until yesterday, I never really thought one's political opinion really mattered in the relationship. But now that, um, well, thanks to my girlfriend, uh, she was like, you know, if you didn't have the political opinions that you did, I never would have dated you. And that offended me at first. But when she explained to me some more, I came to realize why that statement was actually probably understandably correct. Um, I don't agree with that. Okay. Think about it like this. No, um, I understand how it can affect a relationship. Right. I think a good relationship, same opinions or not, similar opinions or not, no. comes with being able to communicate with each other and listen to one another, whether or not you walk away agreeing at the end of the day. Okay. Some of the things are important to agree on say like abortion stuff maybe right, that's, that's important what like whatever but not necessarily with everything you know right. and people that are like hostile about it like i had a boyfriend that was very very i'm not gonna say the political party because i don't want to i don't feel that that's necessary but very hardcore on one end rather than the other i was not very politically active at the time that was a few years ago i didn't really understand the government and stuff but with school i had this teacher that really opened my eyes to politics and everything and that's when i started to get into it and pay attention more but prior to that i didn't know but looking back on it now he's very hostile about it and he was like oh you're blank party right and i was like oh yeah because i mean a lot of my beliefs aside a lot go with that but i came to realize that that doesn't mean i have to identify with one thing or the other no. so yeah I don't and then to... like he was very 
him and his parents both talked poorly of people on the opposing side, which I think is kind of sad. I mean, I understand every once in a while when you're like, oh, bro, that's so annoying. But just in general, I'm like, politics and people's opinions don't define who they are. So I I don't think it should affect a relationship that much. I agree with that. Um, But on back to the abortion thing, say you have a daughter, say you and your spouse have a daughter. Yeah. And she gets knocked up by choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like someone came and raped her. It was just like, all right, this guy's hot. Let's uh, get down and dirty. Okay, we don't have to get into the politics of it, but I think what you're trying to say right. is and that... Right, and one was liberal and one was conservative. And they have differing beliefs. Okay. That's going to cause an issue. Right. Yeah, and, and it's important to agree. Well, I guess or... if they have good communication, it's just down to the individual, then they could work things out. Yeah, but and being open, like being understanding yeah. the other person. Speaking of important traits in relationship, communication, we covered that one earlier. What other traits would you say is extremely important for a good relationship? Communication. Compromisation. Surpasses everything by boatloads, I think. Like an ass load amount. It's important to talk. I feel like communication covers a lot. Because yeah. you can communicate, you can compromise, you can trust, you can delegate responsibilities. Communication covers about everything. But yeah, under- willingness to compromise, I feel like not always comes with communicating, but communicating obviously helps with pretty much everything well, so it's, what it's speaks so Chinese poor. and the other ones <laughs> say right russian then like you're not gonna be able to compromise on anything because you won't understand diddly squat what the other person's saying i know but just it, it's not in what you talk but in the way that you do it well how you're gonna express to someone if you're Chinese? okay but you're pro- and- have you seen that couple that they didn't speak the same language but they like no i haven't yeah people do that i feel like it's not so much always in what you say it's how you say it and my grandma used to when i was growing up she'd yell at me about that so much she's like you don't have to say it that way so it's something i try to pay attention to i commonly fail at but i recognize that i fail so i feel like that's the important part and i work on it but yeah communicating compromising compromising basically just make sure it's not a one-sided relationship Yep. So that's important. Um, I wouldn't say every relationship needs to be 50-50 necessarily. Some people are going to have more strengths at certain aspects than the other. And uh, when it comes to a time when one person's skills, I guess you could say, are more necessary at that time, of course, that person will be putting in more than, say, the other significant other in that relationship. Um, yeah. And then, say, one person's very good at hunting – then one significant other would haunt, but the other one was very good at cooking, then the other one would cook, you wouldn't go switch. I mean, you're not going to go 50-50. Not both well, it's not compromising like that. To me, compromise is learning to oh, listen. I was just talking about in general. In relationships. Oh, like when things are more important than yeah. others? Yeah, but I feel like compromising doesn't have to be 50-50, but it does have to be you're listening to how the other person feels about it, and you're willing to sacrifice oftentimes things for the other person right yeah yeah like just be willing to be selfless in a lot of ways and sometimes it's not going to be easy sometimes it's going to be really hard and sometimes the way that your significant other says things things that bother them it might not bother you you might not get it at all you'd be like why does that frustrate you 
but you need to understand that people see things differently from different points of view and people have different backgrounds. That's true, yeah. So when they're growing up, like, say Isaac and I, we have very different experiences growing up and things that are acceptable to his family, like the way that they talk to each other and stuff and the way that they are around family is very more loose, very more free i don't know like because i didn't grow up with my filipino side of the family very much and i know they're a lot more like that but yeah really yeah filipinos are so fun no my filipino friend jonathan like his parents are like the most hard-ass people well i mean they're still asian parents but like when it comes to like the community sense like they're very Um, with family and stuff yeah Yeah. i mean they're hard on the kids of course but when it comes to being with family they're (laughs) shut up very open they'll they'll always invite you shut up yeah they'll invite you to the table they'll eat whatever but yeah you have to be able to respect that the other person doesn't see and hasn't experienced the same things as you so like a thing that we've been dealing with recently is isaac has family things a lot he goes to family things a lot i've feel like i've been around his family a lot more than he's been around mine because my family doesn't see each other as often we don't all live here and i'm not used to having to be this type of person outgoing like whatever and i was like you have to understand that this is not the wave that i've been riding you know like this is not easy for me and i also i don't do good in socially pressuring situations like that's just part of my personality that's part of my character I was like, you have to be understanding of that. And same for him. I have to be understanding of when he was raised, his parents very, like, you don't talk back, whatever. My parents were very, like, don't talk back, but, like, they will listen to my opinion, even if it's different from theirs. Like, they always want to hear things, and they are willing to be like, oh, well, okay, I was wrong. Cool. Like, not that they don't do that all the time, but... (laughs) But, like, that's something that was different. So I have to understand that when we're communicating, it affects the way that he communicates because he's not as open to sharing his opinion with me as, say, I am with him. Right. And so I have to be very patient understanding that. that. So we, like, it's just learning the other person's experiences and trying to pay extra attention to how that affects them. And I guess that comes with me. I'm a very much, my entire life, I've always been a person that's wanted to know. I want to know everything. I want to know why things are the way that they are. Very, like, love psychology, love, like, learning the reasons behind why they're feeling daily they're gestures, feeling. daily things. Like, how does your childhood affect your future, whatever. Just try to pay extra attention to that. And I feel like it gets you pretty well off and you'll feel very... A lot more happy and satisfied with one another. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, no, I completely understand that, yeah, people's backgrounds really change them. They develop them to be the person they're going to be in the future. Um, so I think that's something you got to take into account when you're in a relationship with somebody or just any relationship, not even a romantic relationship. You got to consider, you got to take into consideration their background and then try to, I guess, understand where they're coming from. Um, I feel like that's a problem nowadays, just in society in general. People don't even bother looking at uh, just what people are facing at home, what they faced in the past. They just take it as a, 
how, how would you say it? it's a just face they just take just like they see what they see and they, they see what they it, see yeah. and then that's it like they don't consider anything else and so they just kind of completely yeah crap on them yeah that's why i'm saying you have to try to be understanding yeah. you can't just shit on somebody for doing something if you don't understand why they did it you need to understand the person's intentions and their experiences. Right. And that's not always something that you need to ask somebody. You need to kind of connect the dots for yourself. Sometimes you need right. to, but then, I don't know. I don't know at what point you'd be, it'd be like healthy to connect the dots and other points. It'd be just making assumptions. Well, you know what they say about assumptions, right? Well, well, yeah, you don't assume stuff, but you like, there's a difference between assuming and connecting the dots to me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Like it's like, like you see a pattern between connecting. things that's connecting the dots if you're assuming like assuming just comes out of left field you know they were saying my dad was uh or like assumption makes an ass out of you when you you hear that one before no but i like it yeah Yeah. i mean also you can connect the dots and be like you don't have to just infer that by yourself but maybe Mm -hmm. you come up with the thought first because oftentimes those things aren't things that people realize about themselves right and you can be like Hey, I don't know if you've thought about this, but I noticed. It's kind of cool when people do that to me. They just, whatever. Yeah. Do you think maybe that has affected you? Or like, do you think maybe that has made you do this? Yeah. And go at it open-minded and kindly. And maybe you'll understand the other person better and the other person will understand themselves better. And so it kind of benefits both of the people in the situation. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna completely switch it up. Okay. Um, Turn the tables. Yep. Once again. <laughs> I know. Sorry. No, you're good. Um, what is one thing you're really looking forward to about fall? That's coming up. It's uh, officially fall season now. What's a uh, few things that you're really looking forward to? I love the cold. I love being all cozy and whatever. I just I'd so much rather be cold than be hot. But well, yeah, it is. You can deal with that. You could put on the heater. You can cover your layers. With yeah, the heat, there's not much you can do. I guess I'm so mean, and I my body does not handle the heat well. I don't know why it's it didn't used to be that bad, but now I will literally get like I will pass out. More water, bad. Yeah, I, I try to drink more water, but it's still like I get like low blood sugar sometimes too. I need it. I'm not good about eating all the time. I don't know. I should probably pay more attention to that, but Me either, yeah. just like and then my stomach issues. I have stomach issues, and sometimes when I'm hot, I just like does not help that because my body's i feel like it's working more but i get cold really easy is that why you're wearing a hoodie when it's like 99 degrees outside yeah and i also like feeling cozy it helps me feel cozy but i get cold really easy and so i feel like my body maybe knows how to handle the cold a little bit better but have you ever been to the snow i have been okay i haven't been in a long time but i have been definitely try to go up this uh this winter we really do we need to go to the beach too before it gets too cold the beach i hate the beach you said you wanted to go to the beach well Jeff. yeah because my girlfriend wants to go to the beach okay but, well okay the reason i hate the beach your so many best reasons. friend and her boyfriend also want to go to the beach and my girlfriend okay. but the reason i hate the beach is because when i was young oh my god i have so many bad memories when i was younger but when i was younger um i i remember like having fires in japan you, i lived in japan in uh, japan you're allowed to have fires right there on the beach and have barbecues like no yeah. pits nothing just throw some wood on the sand because that fire is not going to go anywhere i mean where's it going to go like along the sand but um i would always always 
always get sand in my food, and I hated that so much. Okay, we don't have to eat on the beach. And then Joseph. I would always get sand in between my toes. And like, well, duh. I, oh, you should get those little <laughs> sock shoes. And then I would also get <gasps> sand in my pants. And that's normal. Sand in your ass crack. Yeah, that's normal. That is not fun. I would take fingers over sand any day of the week. That's just my personal opinion. Because sand, you can't. I mean, you got spray inside to get them all out, but like, like you've gotten it in your butthole. Yeah. Oh. Shit. Well, I mean, I understand for girls, like you get it in the vagina. You know, like it's not like right. in your vagina hole usually, but like you. No. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, like not comfortable. No, I would reckon. Because I used to be a little beach baby, and I don't know. And I'm just scared of the ocean, you know? This, I, I hate the too. sand. I mean, the, <laughs> I, hate, I hate the I sand. I hate the sand so much. <laughs> Sorry. But I don't know. The water is so salty. Like, I remember oh, before yeah. I learned how to swim, um, I, I would, like, accidentally inhale that water, like, oh. gulp after gulp. And that kind of turned me off. The ocean turned me off. Um, and then the thought of sharks and the drop off and, I mean, who knows what the hell's out in the ocean? Like the ocean's yeah, a scary. The ocean thing. is so mysterious, and that's what scares me. I think. Right. Yeah. I also have this vivid memory. I'm, I'm fine with being in the ocean just to a certain point, but I have this vivid memory of me being little, and I was at the beach, and I'm like standing there, and I was doing the things where you like run away from the waves, you know? Yeah. But yeah. then one of them, I decided to stand there, and this f- huge wave comes and it just like smacks me and i literally just like fall on my ass and i started crying but yeah yeah that was that so yeah we should definitely go to the beach um i don't know if you want to go ice skating or not this winter we should definitely do that as well um you ice skate yeah i used to ice skate i used to be on an ice skating team never mind so never mind you ice skate (laughs) i don't want to go and make a fool of myself does isaac skate no. Okay, cool. Never mind. I think we're good to go. You guys will probably be equally bad. So I you can't, can't rollerblade, so I don't think he can't he definitely can't rollerblade either. Okay. For our middle school, I don't know if you remember or not, but we had like rollerblade night. Uh-huh. And I would go and I would always be like I, oh. on It's the like wall. this weird thing. I always argue with my mom because my mom used to like like ice skating, there's the same thing but for rollerblading. Thank you. But yeah, she used to do that. And so she used to be able to, like, do cool stuff on, like, roller skates. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, roller skating is so boring because it's basically ice skating. But, like, it's not cold and it's not ice. Mm-hmm. And you're just on wood and it's, like, boring. And then the skates are so clunky. I hate it. So ice skating, I just think it's better. And I think it's easier, but maybe that's just because I have more pla- practice on the blades. But. Probably, yeah. But, yeah. I used to have the white skates, too. I had white skates and stoppers and everything. Jesus. And I remember one time I went ice skating, and after my practice, we had to go somewhere, but I forgot my fucking clothes and my shoes. So did you just go barefoot, or you didn't go on skates, did you? No, I had to go to Kmart, which was right by the place where I used to skate, and buy a whole ass outfit and shoes. That's kind of cool. Yeah, my mom was pissed. I thought she was. But we did that. (laughs) I vividly remember that. Yeah. But yeah, for fall, I love being cold. Um, 
I love lighting candles when it's cold, just like the vibes, yeah. you know? I love the rain. I feel like rain is so beautiful. I hate the rain. It's so depressing. Okay, I have the opposite opinion, but... It's okay. Well, I mean, I understand how it can get depressing if there's, like, a lot of it. Like, it doesn't stop, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, for a lot of time being, it's nice. You know, the vibes. I hate the rain. But you know what they say. Opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, okay, so rain... <laughs> candles what candles else? cold um i love winter and fall fashion mm-hmm. i i don't know why i just can't make good outfits with shorts i feel like i wear sweat shorts and a t-shirt all the time that's all i can wear i would i feel like sweatpants one look a lot better two i would rather wear jeans or like cool plaid pants and something like i just feel like that looks better it's more my vibe i don't know it's easier for me to be emo and stuff emo yeah okay i like having a little grungy moment it's okay everyone's gone through that i think i i had that no that's just like my style like oh. that's just the way i like to dress not because like i'm grungy but like yeah yeah, yeah. yeah no, i went through a grungy phase when i was younger but now i like to dress like a frat boy i don't yeah. even do it on purpose ultimate frat boy i'm like spades <laughs> short shorts tucked in put in that t-shirt Baseball cap. Woo! Looks like a pair of testicles. Um, oops. <laughs> anyways. Very cool. But um, yeah. So it's been long enough, and we're going to wrap it up here. If you like the episode, be sure to give it a rating on Apple Podcasts and subscribe and share it with your friends. I hope you're having a great day or night wherever you are. Bye. Deuces. Yo, thank you so much for listening. If you want to listen to future episodes, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. If you want to comment, make suggestions, or be active in future episodes, or even just stay updated on my own life, be sure to follow me on social media on every platform at Lobernos, that's L-O-B-E-R-N-A-S, or on Twitter at 27Lobernos, that's 27L-O-B-E-R-N-A-S, and I hope you have a great day or night wherever you are.